I'm joined by a special guest today. He started out his music career on TikTok, and now he's grown all over the world, and he's on his first world headlining tour. And I want to start by just asking you what it's like going from starting on TikTok to where you're at now. Bro, it's surreal. Like, I remember being on TikTok Live and, like, playing guitar and singing songs, and I would have to sing for, like, five minutes before the next comment would roll in. And there were, like, three people on there, and I was like, okay, I got to keep singing, and then a comment will come in, and then I can finally respond to the comments. And to go from that to, like, coming to a city like Minneapolis that I've never been to in my life, never been to Minnesota, and having, like, a full room of people singing the songs is so surreal and just so awesome. Yeah, and one big thing that you did really differently from a lot of people is you started pushing your music on there before it was even out, and you had, like, the snippets before it came out. Do you think that kind of helped your first few songs, like, really take off when they first were released? Yeah, for sure, because I think what I did is I would post snippets, and then whatever snippet would, like, blow up, I would release that one first. I kind of let the fans decide which song they wanted, and I'll post a snippet every day. And I think that also helped because when I was writing, like, I would write them every day, and I'd record it right after I wrote it, and I think writing every day made me a better writer. So, like, you know, I'd write a snippet every single day, and after seven snippets, one would just go viral. And I was like, well, I should probably drop this one. And then I would put up the pre-save link, and that helped me a lot uh, initially when I started growing. Now, I did that for a while, and now I've just kind of been letting the singles fly. Like, I, I just surprise people. I just say, new song in six minutes. Tonight, yeah. yeah, new song tonight. <laughs> Uh, because now it's cool that I have like a fan base that like is ready for the songs and want them. But I might go back and keep doing that snippet thing because that was cool. So I definitely, for up and coming artists, would recommend trying that out. Yeah, have you noticed a big difference from getting away? Like a lot of people start putting out the pre-save link like two, three weeks before the song is coming out versus just you, like you said, usually like night of, you're like, hey, song coming out a few hours. Yeah, I mean, at first, yeah, like, I, but I think, I think for pre-saves for me, it seems like it doesn't make a difference unless it's like a lot. Like I think... 1500 pre-saves is when it started to make a difference and also it's also hard for me to know because i don't know if it's like a chicken or the egg thing like is it blowing up because it got a lot of pre-saves or did it get a lot of pre-saves just because it already blew up on tiktok you know what i mean mm -hmm. but i think definitely when you're first starting out they do help but i also would not let pre-saves get in the way of letting the music fly like i think too many artists pull back and act like they are like a-list major label artists and like Guys, I'm not dropping. I'm not dropping this song until I have fifty thousand pre-saves. We're like, no one's gonna. It you're not gonna months. Yeah, it's gonna take six months. Just drop the song. My biggest thing is just don't overthink it. Drop the song and go from there. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed another big thing from like when you first started to like when I found you because I didn't probably find you till like early 2022. Uh -huh. As you went from like recording in the basement to a lot of your videos are on the beach in the sun yeah. with the ocean in the background. What kind of pushed that transition with your reels? Yeah, I don't know. I think I think I did the the garage thing for a long time, and I was just like, let's switch it up. Like I live like a two minute walk from the beach. Why are we not filming stuff at the beach? And so I started doing that, and some stuff started doing well. But honestly, I think I had the most consistent success with those early like uh, garage videos. So I'm probably gonna get back to doing those. Um, but I think it's a mix of both is cool. And I think for up and coming artists, it's just about like trying and seeing what works for you, and like what's genuine to you as a person. For me. I write the songs in my garage, so it made sense to film them there. I live by the beach. I jump in the water every day. It made sense to film stuff there, you know? So I think it's just about finding what's true to you. And you don't have to try to find, like, a personality or a niche. That's just that's just who you are, you know? Just lean into that. Yeah. Kind of going off, like, the beach vibe stuff. Like, right now in music, a lot of artists, ever since, like, Juice World got really big, really go into, like, sad music, depressing music, where, like, you're not happy during it. Even a lot of your music is... It still has those pieces to it, like blue, but it's in like a poppy, like happy kind of way. Uh -huh. What kind of inspired you to go that route versus the more 
dark route that a lot of artists take. Dude, I just like the sound. I just like the sound of positive stuff. Like, and if I'm gonna say something uh, like a little sad, I think I'd rather hear it in a upbeat package. Even "Leave Me On" is like kind yeah. of like a negative song. I'm like being used by this girl, but like it sounds so happy and fun. And like at the shows, "Leave Me On" goes off. But I think if what if it was like. She liked to leave me on. She it would be so depressing, you know. Like, yeah. but I think, and I think, it's kind of a cool like juxtaposition to like have a song you can scream, but it's also saying something that's like real and, like, you know, sad in a way. But it's fun to put it in a happy package. Yeah, yeah. Was that happy package something you got to later? Because I know like you know like Facetime and stuff. It's not like negative, but you can kind of tell at a certain point you started like kind of after. Summer and cigarettes is kind of where it starts getting more, more that, so that way. I think that was just me finding my sound, honestly. I like, when, like I said, I was doing the, a snippet a day thing on TikTok, and early, early on, a lot of the sad stuff like got a lot of attention. Like I, it was like me singing low, like FaceTime is like a lower register, low and like sad breakup kind of vibes, and that was getting a lot of attention. So I kind of thought like, well, maybe this is my thing, but then I just kept messing around and doing new stuff, and it just felt better. Like I always, I always when I first started making music, liked the vibes of like. Dominic Fife and like Quinn Knight too and like it was like like our Bryce Vine like it was really positive like beach vibes but I feel like I couldn't I couldn't make it at first mm -hmm. and then after a while I started I like kind of looked up one day I was like oh I'm kind of like in the same lane as those guys now so I think it was just about experimenting and finding my own sound and that just took like trial and error yeah 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 you kind of talked about finding your own song and that's something where like in a world with like TikTok and stuff where you can connect with other artists it makes it more accessible probably to reach out to artists and feature songs you kind of touched on how you ended up making the song with nick d but i was kind of curious if there was any other artists that you like have on your list that you like love to work with outside of nick d dude well people like in my lane i would say definitely want to do a song with arden arden jones yeah i definitely want to do a song with nikki your i feel like like even the three of us on our song would go so hard like yeah. i feel like our uh, connor price too i love connor and nick because they're like representing yeah, they're, the independent yeah. world yeah. like it's so cool i'm probably gonna do more stuff with the astronomers i have a song with them yeah i love them they're super cool but who else those are all people like kind of in my sphere but like bigger people like dominic fife would be awesome uh like i said quinn 92 bryce vine bryce vine would be an awesome yeah, feature that'd yeah. be so much fun black barrier black would be really really black was the first concert i ever went to and i remember like walking in and seeing him get on stage and like full chills yeah. and i didn't make music at that point but like looking back i can see that like seeing him on stage like lit something up in me that was like yeah. yeah you need to be doing this someday yeah, yeah yeah i actually he came here in the myth like when drop the drop dead tour was going oh which which uh, year was that um 2017 2018 oh I think. okay sick and i i met him and it was super you weird met him? yeah i met i went to like the meet and greet before uh -huh. and um just like how quiet he is like outside like he's such, such a different person like on stage and, yeah you know, like he has a whole persona and he's like energetic but he's just more quiet and chill yeah what has kept you in the independent lane like i know nick and um connor have talked a lot about the benefits of being in control of what yeah. you're doing and mike and all those guys but what for you what's kept me honestly i'm growing a lot and i don't feel like a label could offer me anything that i'm not doing by myself and people talk about streaming not paying well but if you own all your music and you get a lot of streams it does pay very well and like i own like 98 percent of my music um, besides, you know, like some collabs with producers and stuff, but I love doing stuff the way I do it. And there's so much stuff that I would not be able, I couldn't do a new song in five minutes if I had a label. Right. I would, they would, they'd probably like make me pick one song out of all the songs I'm working on, tease it for three months. And there is something to that approach. Like, you know, big artists like Tate McRae, 
Charlie on a Friday. Like they do stuff like that and that works. But I personally love like letting the songs fly. And I think fans appreciate that. Like I've had people come up to me at the shows saying like, I love how you drop so much music. I, uh, you know, heard you a while ago and you just kept putting stuff out. And like now they're coming to the shows. And I think there's something cool about dropping a ton of music because it keeps people engaged. And you, I think you become a bigger fan of an artist when you like more songs. Like another thing is for me, when I go to a concert, whether I'm, if I'm deciding like, okay, this artist is in town, am I gonna go to the show? What's determining whether or not I go? It's how many songs of that artist do I like? If you have three songs out and I only like one, probably not gonna go. If you have 50 songs out and you like 15, probably gonna go to the show. But I just, long story short, I don't see what a label could offer me because like from what I talked to with Nick, like he said they just told him to keep doing what he's doing. So they tell you to keep doing what you're doing and they take all your money. Yeah, yeah what, and, and it's, also, it's also a loan. And I'm fortunate enough to be in a position now with my streams that I'm not in need of like an advance or a lot of money up front. And so I don't see a reason to, uh, you know, get, get paid a lot up front, have to pay it back over years, have them in control of my art, which I like worked so hard on and I want to be in full control of. So yeah. Yeah. You mentioned kind of being at the point where you're kind of in a good spot with what you're getting from streams. What was like the moment in your career where you felt like you were there and this was like going to be a career first? Dude, honestly, after Summer and Cigarettes dropped and like I only had three songs out. And so it wasn't like, you know, a ton, but it was like, I remember after I, I had Summer and Cigarettes dropped and we started doing calculations. We were like, yo, you're making as much as the average college graduate. And I was like, oh, maybe I should definitely drop out of college if I'm making more than an average college graduate after three songs. And so I think that was the moment, like, because I, I think I saw, I saw the trajectory early on. And, like, I remember seeing, I'm like, okay, if I have three songs out and I'm getting this many streams, what if I have 30 songs out? What if I have 40 songs out? And I just had the confidence at that point to be like, you know. And there's also a principle, uh, principle of favorability, is that what it's called? It's like, it's in the book The Alchemist, which I love that book. Highly recommend. But it talks about how when you first start something, if it's what you're meant to be doing, you'll get a little bit lucky. And I think that's what happened with me with Summer and Cigarettes, like, it was a little bit of like the universe kind of being like, yep, keep doing this. Like, cause I, I think about it and summer and cigarettes doing well was a great impetus for my parents to believe in me and my parents to be like, you don't need to go back to school. And then that just like led into everything else. But so I would say after summer and cigarettes dropped, I was at a point where I was like, yeah. And I lived with my parents at that point when that song dropped too. So luckily I didn't have, I wasn't in a position to have to pay rent or have a lot of expenses. But so when that song dropped, I was like, okay, if this is going up like this and we're making money and yeah. Yeah. I think you definitely made the right choice. I made this, I've been doing this thing as like a side where I take lyrics that I think are really meaningful yeah. in a world of a lot of pop music that don't have much meaningful Dude, lyrics. This is I sick. took smile, I took sand from the beach and made smile more care less. Oh my back. God, I love this. And the back has a smiley face. It's, thank you. Dude, yeah. Is this for me? Yeah, this is for oh, you. Oh, thank yep. you so much. Yeah. Is it pink too? Yeah, it's pink it's too. Like it a, had to be pink. It's yeah, like yeah. The tour yeah. merch. I yeah. love it, bro. Is it smile? Yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah, for sure. Thanks Appreciate so much for it. taking time out of your day. Dude, it was I great hope that to was meet good. you. I hope that was, that good was amazing. Yeah.